0: Listening to iOS Dev Break, 15 minutes of current events, tips, and advice for iOS developers, including, but not limited to, discussions of Swift, iOS, WatchOS, and tvOS. Welcome to iOS Dev Break, episode 17 Choose Wisely. In this episode, we will be discussing why you need to choose wisely the frameworks that you add to your projects could render your project your app untransferable and uh, we have some news and some follow-up and speaking of follow-up one of the things that i wanted to mention was with regard to iphone 10 i mentioned that i had gotten my iphone 10 a little while ago uh, back in november but i also wanted to mention that i got a really great case for it and it was uh, i wanted to share this because it's uh, it's I think it's an awesome case. It's got a really good protection factor to it. It's it, to me, it feels like it's just the right thickness and it is the Incipio Apple iPhone 10 NGP pure case. And you can find that on Amazon. And the one that I got was in the, was in the smoke color. So it's kind of a grayish, uh, color to it. And, uh, I, I really like it. I got it right here. And, um, it has a fair amount of grippiness to it. It's a little slick on the back, especially if you uh, don't keep it clean. But if you do keep it clean, it will remain fairly grippy. And I haven't really had any problems with dropping it or anything. And the nice thing is that it is a little, uh, it's not you know thick like an otter box, but it gives definitely a, a fair amount of protection to it. I think I did drop it once and um, and it was totally fine even the case itself is fine too no no marks or anything so uh it's a great case and it's cheap it's only like 12.99 at uh US on Amazon so I will post a link in the show notes for that. And it's an affiliate link. So if you are interested, please use the affiliate link. I'd really appreciate it. That helps support the show uh, in just little teeny tiny ways. And uh, we, can, we can use all the help we can get. So we, we thank you for taking advantage of that. We'll start posting more of those kinds of things uh, as the show goes on. But anyway, check it out. Incipio, The it, it's the Incipio iPhone 10 ngp pure case in smoke that's the one i chose there i think there's a couple other uh, colors to choose from there uh but yeah it's a really great great case fits well and it is uh and it's i think it's a great deal moving on to news and current events i just wanted to mention uh, a couple of things that happened in the news um mostly related to some newsletters this uh over the last month or two or so and uh, that are coming to an end and i thought that was kind of sad but you know i guess these things happen at the beginning of a year people uh, make these kinds of decisions it feels like that's a sort of a natural time to decide whether to continue or not and uh, the first one that i was really sad to uh, hear that it was ending is natasha the robots this week in swift newsletter and, uh, unfortunately it is no more. Um, so, um, she explains it very well though, in her, pl- her blog post on the, the subject, she brings out that she really started the newsletter, uh, as she says, for selfish reasons. And that in July, 2014, Swift was in beta playgrounds would crash only a- after a hundred lines of code. And we were all super confused about optionals. And that was certainly the case back then. Um, and, she started the newsletter to help her learn from anyone who was willing to test drive swift and uh i just when when i read that i, th- I thought yeah I, I actually remember that time period in 2014 um three and a half years ago almost four years feels like um so i was i was working at a startup in san francisco at the time and i had been working in objective c for three years uh, plus or minus uh, at the time and was just learning swift because it had just been released at wwdc in 2014 and uh as i recall natasha's newsletter was the first one that i subscribed to in 2014 it was a great newsletter always packed with useful tips tricks and links and so forth so hearing about its end made me uh, a little sad but uh, it, all, it all makes sense when she begins to, to describe why it was that she decided to end the, uh, the, the newsletter. She talks about how Swift is being adopted by most new iOS projects, which is true. Stack Overflow is now full of answers of iOS questions in Swift, which is also true. And before there was hardly any uh, information about it, but it, it really picked up quickly. Uh, also this, uh, interesting point here that's been mentioned, uh, quite a bit recently that, uh, Swift has begun to highly stabilize with ABI stability very soon. Um, so this is all good news about the, the current future s- uh, state of Swift. And so she concludes by saying that with all this good news about the state of Swift this week in Swift, her newsletter is not as useful as it once had been. So, um, so that's that's kind of why she's stopping it and that all makes sense and uh, of course with that said we uh, we will all miss the newsletter this week in swift arriving in our inboxes and uh, so the last issue was on November 26th of last year and uh, so links to that announcement will be in the show notes in other newsletter news um swift Weekly Brief uh, by Jesse Squires is uh, also concluding. He got to issue number 100, and he is—he uh, describes it as an indefinite hiatus, uh, possibly looking for a new owner to take it over. So if that's something you are interested in, maybe you can contact him and see if that would work out. Uh, I will post the links to the announcement in the show notes. Uh, but basically, uh, he indicates that it, it ended on January 4th, uh, 2018. So it's on a, an indefinite hiatus. So we will see, maybe it will come back. Maybe it won't. Um, but again, a little sad that another newsletter uh, is, is stopping. But again, you got to understand that, uh, these things take a lot of time and bandwidth and not everybody has the, has that, um, forever. So um, obviously you have to stop projects if they get in the way of other things. Uh, Along those lines, uh, I felt like I should say that I have at times thought about shutting down iOS DevBreak Um, Because in reality, I don't get a lot of uh, feedback from the show, and I'm not really sure that it does other developers much good. I hope it does, Uh, that's why I keep doing it. Um, But I have received some nice mentions on Twitter every so often, and uh, that has kind of sustained me quite a bit from show to show. So um, keep sending feedback if you have it. I'd like to hear it just so I know someone's listening out there. with my latest job change, this uh, question has really come up in my mind uh, over the last week or so, and uh, because of how I feel when I heard these newsletters that were, have decided to stop production, uh, it actually kind of gave me a little more incentive to just keep going with the show, so I will keep iOS Dev Break going. Um, I pretty much decided that unless it becomes just impossible, but so far it seems like I can still squeeze in some time here and there to to do it. Uh, so even if that means that the uh, episodes are more infrequent, um, well, I, I actually I remember subscribing to Core Intuition with Daniel Jalkut and Manton Reese, and they would go for long periods with no episodes uh, in the earlier days, and uh, and recently in the last. Few years, they've actually been super regular, so you can see that it gets easier. Um, it can get easier as time goes on. Just all depends on your circumstances uh, with your what's going on in your life. So, if you enjoy the show, a simple tweet to iOS Dev Break on Twitter or to my personal Twitter account Evan K Stone will be appreciated. Uh, also, if you want to support us um, in other ways, you can go to patreon.com forward slash iOS devbreak and support us there. Uh, and sort of a, as a way of announcement along those lines, I've greatly simplified the levels of support on Patreon. I've got it down to one level. It's one level and it's $1. Uh, and I don't think I can go any lower on that. Uh, so hopefully that will, uh, be a nice incentive for anyone who wants to support the show, um, uh, for $12 a year, you know, you can, you can help. Um, just for a dollar a month. So uh, we'd appreciate it. Um, So that's it for the news this week. Um, Also, I thought this was kind of sort of along the lines of, uh, it's sort of a advice kind of portion of the show here. Um, On December 29th, there was an article published by FreeCodeCamp.org. The author of the article, and I'm not sure on the pronunciation of his last name, but uh, it's Kevin... Natanzon or Natanzon, something like that. Anyway, the title of the article is working on an iOS app, question mark, be careful with this period. And basically he outlines the fact that choosing uh, the wrong frameworks can, Apple frameworks can render your app non-transferable and his specific example was Passbook. And so it's a good article. I encourage you to take a look at it. We'll put the the article link in the show notes. But the problem actually goes a little deeper than that because if you go to the article that is in the iTunes Connect Help, if you, there's an article entitled App Transfer Criteria, and in that particular article, which we will put the link to in the show notes, it mentions the following that no version of the app can use an iCloud entitlement and no version of the app can use a passbook entitlement uh, if you wish to transfer your app. So the the case in this would be if if you're thinking of building an app that at some point you think you want to sell off to another company uh, or if you want you have the the thought of being acquired All of those those kinds of conditions. I mean, most app developers at least have thought about that. I would imagine that at some point, maybe they would like to sell the app. So remember those things. So what that means is that if you are starting an app, create a separate developer account if you think you need Passbook or iCloud and make it specifically for that app. Uh, If you have an existing product, then you really only have a couple of options if you get to the point where you need to transfer. If you're not transferring, then this is no problem. But there are a couple things you can do. First of all, you could re- rename your complete iOS account, but uh, that is really only, uh, you can only do that if you've gone through a legal name change of your company. And you have to contact Apple support if you want to do that. So that's probably not really an optimal way of handling that. The other way is to basically delete your app and then re-upload the app to a different new account that would then be transferred to the new owners. Now, the problem with this is that you you lose all of the benefits that you had before. You lose the ability to update your, your current users that you have. And so you, you can begin to see that this is really, really important to think about before you start on a project. And this is something that I had not thought about. Um, but I did hear about this, I think a year or two ago on another, I think it was another podcast might've been under the radar. Um, but in, at any rate, it was, uh, brought out there that, that you want to be really careful if you use iCloud, uh, because it could get you in this position where you cannot transfer it. So, uh, so word to the wise, think about it beforehand. If you think you're going to be possibly transferring this or selling your company or getting acquired any of those kind of scenarios be sure to create a separate developer account uh, and iTunes connect all that kind of stuff f- specifically for that product or maybe suite of products so so it all be under the same umbrella when you decide to transfer it over so that's a little bit of advice for this this week And that just about wraps it up for this episode of iOS Dev Break. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. And we will have more current events, news, tips, advice in our next show. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, well, we'll catch you next time on iOS Dev Break. Thank you for listening to iOS Dev Break with your host, Evan K. Stone. If you would like to learn more information about the podcast or read the show notes, or if you would like to hear more episodes, go to iosdevbreak.com. You can also find various other ways of supporting the show there, so we encourage you to check it out. You can also follow and tweet feedback and questions to the show on Twitter at iosdevbreak, and please spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. If you would also like to support the show in a monetary way, please go to patreon.com forward slash iosdevbreak, and there you can find out how to help us out just for a dollar a month. We'd really appreciate that as well. If you are interested in sponsoring a future episode, please send an email to sponsor at iosdevbreak.com. And if you would like to advertise a job posting on iOS DevBreak, please send an inquiry email to podcast at iosdevbreak.com. We'd like to see those come in and uh, perhaps help some other developers get, uh, get employment. And uh, if you want to help them out, then you can advertise on the show. Thank you again for listening to iOS DevBreak. And until next week, we will catch you on the flip side. iOS DevBreak is a production of Interactive Logic.